0: hello and welcome again to money tips this is charles kelly bringing you money tips to help you save and invest accumulate and enjoy more money well how's your new year going how's 22 22 2222 going for you uh, i hope it's better than last year uh the, the, there are there is some good news around um the the new variant seems to be as an indication that that it could be the last of the the, the covid variants and it could start to you know the Uh, the deadliness of this variant could be much less than previous variants like the Delta. And we could see the whole thing fade out or fizzle out uh, as as we go into this year. And certainly economies are starting to pick up, but it's not all good news uh, for everybody. Uh, Prices of everything is going up. Inflation uh, in in the UK, fuel and all over Europe, actually fuel and gas prices are, are going through the roof and in some cases doubling people's energy bills and you know we 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 haven't the economy has gone through a rough time so it's going to take time to come back uh, to to where it was now interest rates have already risen in the UK uh, late last year and we feel that, that they could go up again this is to curb soaring inflation inflation is over 5% here. It's over 7% in America, the highest in 40 years. And the Federal Reserve over there, which is you know like the Bank of England here, I guess, uh, the central bank um, who control interest rates said they will probably increase rates uh, three times next year, but not until the middle of the year. Many people feel that it will be earlier than than, than they originally uh, predicted. So we, we will have to see. All I know is that despite the fact that they say it's only 5% inflation here, just over 5%, we know that stuff is going up more than that. I mean, I had a a bill from my uh, my Wi-Fi supply, Virgin Media, and they they said, uh, nice to, you know, happy new year. And by the way, we're going to increase your bill by three pounds a month. Well, that's around 10% of what it was, uh, what it what it has been so far? Ten percent increase. Now, what, what's that based on? Are they paying ten percent more for their for their energy or or, or for their supply of, of Wi Fi? I, I don't get it. You know. So, uh, and this is just one of, one of many bills that, that are are going up. We know that the prices in the shops have been going up. Fuel, uh, oil is 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 almost at record prices. So things are not things are going to be tough for people this year, but at least we're seeing a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. Although when you see light at the end of the tunnel, it can be the headlight of an oncoming train. So, so do, do watch out for that. So if interest rates do go up though, maybe it's time to think about fixing your mortgage deal. Uh, are you on a fixed rate or are you on a discount or a variable rate? which can go up or down with the wind, um, just just check that because there are there are a lot of people in the last few years have taken out mortgages. Most of those will be on fixed rates. But what about if you've got an existing mortgage from a few years ago? Maybe your fixed rate has expired. Maybe you didn't bother to renew it. So d- do take a look at that because you know if rates go up, you could be hit significantly. And, and maybe now is the time to, to fix rates. And in some cases, you can fix the rate at lower than you're paying on a variable rate. Uh, like for instance, HSBC are offering two-year fixed rates as low as 1.29%. That's almost 1%. It's it's incredible. And all right, for five years, you might have to pay a little bit more, 1.43% with the Halifax. That's 1.5% fixed for five years. And um, 1.43, if you're on a variable or another rate, I, I bet that's less than you're paying now. Now, those particular rates are headline rates. It's only it's only available for people who've got uh, 40% equity in their property. It's only up to 60% loan to value. So, you know, if you owned a house worth a million, uh, you can only borrow 600,000 on that rate as a maximum. And yeah, th- this is for residential mortgages. But there are, there are similar deals around for buy-to-let investors. And, you know, I, I don't think we're going to see deals like this for a long, long time because we've had record low interest rates since the last financial crash. And they, they really are artificially low. They've been kept down artificially. And, you know, th- this affects what the governments pay on their debts. And and inflation, we know, is going up higher than, than the official rates. And again, they've, they've tweaked... And fiddled with the official inflation rate because this affects how much they pay on Social Security benefits and pensions and pension rises each year. So pensioners and people on Social Security in in this country and the US are effectively being screwed by these new type of of, of ways of of calculating inflation. And so this means that prices are going up faster than their pensions, and their pensions, their state pensions, and, and all the rest of it, are not keeping up with with the price rises. So that so they're in a difficult position, and eventually you get to a stage where you have a, an old widow in a house, uh, and a, it's a big property, but she can't afford to heat and eat. Now there are ways around that. You can take out equity loans against your property, but a lot of people don't are not, are not even are not aware of it, or they just don't want to be bothered. And, you know, they're worried about leaving stuff to their, 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 their beneficiaries, their children, that sort of thing. But I think if, you, if you're if you in that situation, you should at least go and talk to an advisor about taking out some equity out of your home and then using that money to live on, to spend, maybe to, to do the house up, to, to renovate it uh, and, and get on with your life rather than sitting there worrying about how you're going to either eat or heat your big old house In in the winter, so so do do think about that. But I'm not advising you to take out a mortgage on your property. But they're they're on the TV now; they're they're virtually throwing money at people now. Uh, And what happens with these equity loans? Just to quickly divert into this, is that let's say you've got a home around London worth a million. You know, you could borrow two, three, four hundred thousand pounds against that property. And you might not need that much. You might as well only want a hundred thousand, and that basically the, the interest on that loan will roll up, or you can pay the interest monthly, and and it will be paid off when you you die. So it's an ideal situation. It actually means that um, you know you can actually borrow that money, give it to your kids to buy another property, and save on inheritance tax when you die because your in, your estate will be that much lower. When you, when you pass it on to your, your, your relatives, your, your children, grandchildren, whatever. So it's actually, so do take financial advice on this because it, it, could, it could transform your life, literally. Now, a lot of pundits at the moment are saying, will stock markets fall? Uh, one guy I follow, Harry Dent, he's been saying the markets are going to fall in January. Well, he was saying this like last year from, from the summer onwards. Every month it was going to be another few, another rally, and then it was going to go down, and then it was October, and then it was you know, December, and, and now it's January. Um, but a lot of punters now are, are joining in with this. A lot of people are saying that the markets between now and April, as the Federal Reserve in America start tapering how much they're pumping into the, the market, uh, the markets will be in for a correction. Some are saying a correction. Some are saying an almighty crash in in the proportions of you know the nineteen twenty nine stock market crash, and that it could take years to recover. And I'm not advising you what you do because you know it's end of the day, it's your your money. I don't know your particular financial situation. You might be in good safe stocks that give you an income, but I personally wouldn't be putting all my money into the stock market and and pension fund money as well now you might think well, I don't invest in the stock market but your pension fund that you're in is probably invested in the markets 60 70 80% of your money is probably in that stock market directly now look I could be wrong but markets could still go higher as as the the you know the financial system and the the central banks keep pumping money into the market and and they've really got the markets on life support machine now I could be wrong markets could go higher but I'm prepared to risk that rather than risk my money, and and then the market goes lower. Because if if the markets go up by ten percent, I've lost ten percent growth. But if the markets went down by ten percent, I've lost ten percent of my actual capital. I've lost money, and and that's the the rule of investors like Warren Buffett and and his um, his guru uh, ben, ben Ben Graham and, and other uh Gurus around like like Phil Town, that they're, they're called rule one investors. Rule one is don't lose money. Rule two is never forget rule one. So they're cautious investors and, and value investors. They look for value stocks at the right prices. And that's what Warren Buffett does. That's why he's he's sitting on, you know, over a hundred billion dollars in cash waiting for the market to go down or waiting for the right stock to come up and he said he hasn't been able to find any good value stocks in the last few years because prices keep going up and up and up and and he feels that they're frankly overpriced. So, so that, that's you have to make your own financial decisions. I'm not your financial advisor. Now, what about property? Will, will property prices go down? Well, property is a different matter. Um, it, it's not people speculating and gambling like they are on, on, in the stock market at the moment. And everyone's saying, we can make money in the stock markets. We're doing options, trading, futures and all, all the rest of it. It's, it's very different with property. You know, most properties lived in by people. You need somewhere to live. And, you know, people will always need somewhere to live. And look at the last 50 years. Wealth, life expectancy, and population have all gone up. They've all increased, right? The population of the world has increased enormously. And, and you know, in parts of Africa, they're expecting the population to double in, in the next 30 or 40 years. So, you know, people need somewhere to live. And look at wealth. Look at how China has taken a billion people out of poverty in the last 50 years and become the second largest economy in the world. And I've traveled in a lot of countries in Asia in in the last 30 or 40 years, and I've seen how things have changed. You know, places that were really, you know, almost dirt poor where, you know, your pound could could just buy you so much have, have caught up with the West. You know, now you go there, you're paying near Western prices for things, for hotels, for, for restaurants and, and and drinks and that sort of thing. It's still cheaper than 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 the UK, but not as it was then. You know, in those days you could have just bought land and property for really low prices. And certainly, you know, with a few dollars in your pocket you could go out for an evening and, and barely spend it, you know, on meals and drinks and that sort of thing. So, and everything was really cheap, even hotels. And, and now it's not like that. Now I've seen how, their economies have changed. There's a bigger middle class there before. There was a few rich at the top, and everyone else was poor. Now there's a middle class growing in these countries, uh, whether it's um, you know the Philippines and uh, or, or Vietnam or, or, or whatever, and, and China, obviously. So I've seen how it's changed, and that's created a lot of wealth has been created in the last few years, and that, that's pushed up prices of things like like property. So where will it where will it end i mean we've seen properties go up since 2012 they, they don't go up forever uh, and and at the end of the day affordability will affect the market when prices go so high that people can't afford them then they have to come down and interest rates is another factor we know that if interest rates go up it will affect the stock market and it will affect the property market which is why the government is holding back on on raising interest rates again, and also the government will have to pay more for their debt. So if that happens, when when and we know that interest rates will eventually have to go up, markets could slow down. Uh, but property prices, you know, if you look at go back to charts over hundreds of years, they've always gone up in a, in an upward direction. But there have been dips. You'll see dips, a bit like the stock market. So just because there's a big demand for property, it doesn't mean they'll always go up. There will be times when Property prices go down and they could stay down for two, three, four, five years. I, I've seen pretty bad property recessions where they took years to, to, to recover. And so, if you bought at the top of that market, it took a long time to, to get your money back, in other words. But if you have a low fixed interest rate and you know you have a good job, regular income, and you're living in that property, you, you know, you should be fine. It doesn't matter whether your price price of your house goes up or down. You know, people in, have got got to talking around the dinner table about their property prices all the time. It's become like a national habit, you know. Um, but it doesn't really matter if you're living in that property for the next five, 10 years. You know, even if it goes down, it will come up again. And also if you're an investor and you've got a good tenant in there, you've got rental income coming in, a good, a good fixed rate, A low fixed rate, which which rates are low low now, then what does it matter if the prices are going down? If you're if you're investing for income, you will still get that income in, unless there's you know an almighty crash of everything. But let's not look at the doomsday scenario, because I don't think it's going to be a doomsday situation. Um, You know, so if you're a prepper and you're 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 really into this doomsday, I I don't think that that doesn't really add up for me. But I know a lot of people. I respect your opinion, um, but. You know, property is, is a good deal in the long term. Um, and and a lot of people are still putting their money in property because if they leave their money in the bank, they're earning next to nothing. Whereas you can put your money in the property and earn, you know, even in, in London, a 3% yield on that property, maybe a little bit more in the places up north. So, you know, if you want to find out more about property, Contact me and and we, we can talk about how you can get into property if you're a, a newbie, a new investor. Got lots of uh, ideas on that, lots of courses, and can take you and hold your hand through that. So do, do let me know if you if you're interested in that. Now while we're talking about property, and I, I just briefly mentioned the Philippines. Uh, I, I I was doing business there years and years ago, and I, I've been there a lot in the Philippines. I used to recruit staff nurses from the Philippines, and you know some areas just seem to get hit with these typhoon disasters now. One particular area is an area called Surigao at the moment that has really been hit badly. Now, they're not normally on that that typhoon kind of um, area. So but this year they've read a really bad just before Christmas when we're all sitting down to our Christmas dinners. They they were really hit by a big typhoon, destroyed about 90 percent of homes. So I've got a little fundraiser going on on through Rotary uh, Club. Uh, so it goes into our Rotary Club, not to me. And you can find that on, on Facebook and I'll put a link up there. So do, do have a look at that. Any little any little donations will help. And it'll all go directly to the people who need it via Rotary Clubs. There's no big administration fees taken out of this. Uh, as you know, this year I've also launched a new book, Borrow and Grow Rich. And, you know, quite frankly, you can borrow money at very cheap rates, and buy assets like property, and over the long term, you will grow rich. So I've got a special offer on this book. You know, you can you can read the first couple of chapters free. If you order the book, I'll give you a copy of my last book as a PDF, absolutely free as well. So so have a look at that. And you know, remember that financial education is is the key in, in everything really uh, when it comes to making money and keeping money. It, it's everything. So, so do do have a look at that. And you know, if you want to make this year your best year ever, then I'm going to put up some on-demand free training for you to take you through how you can really turn your finances around and make this your best year ever. So click there. You can watch that absolutely free. So thanks for listening, everybody. Have a. I want you to all have a good good financial year this year. Better better than last year. And let's all. Have a good year. Get back to normal as soon as possible, I I, I hope. And stay safe out there and do uh, watch watch your money and do, do, do watch some of my, my free videos there. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. I'm